0: Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Thanks for coming. I appreciate it. Um, As always, I am thankful and I am grateful that you've taken your time to be here. I will tell you that this will be my last podcast. Not forever. Uh, This will be my last podcast for at least two weeks. Um, Those of you who follow me know that we are in uh, a big transition phase of uprooting this whole family from... Uh, the Northeast to the, uh, the Southeast I guess you could say um, not the Florida down to uh, Tennessee um, also moving my father down uh, from another state so I'm dealing in two different states and getting this family going and my wife and I and were taking off and going down there um, obviously to being a little bit better of a situation um, Obviously, taxes play a huge role in that, lower taxes. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to be busy, quite busy for the next couple of weeks. There will be truck videos, although there's definitely going to be some truck videos along the way, um, but no podcasts for at least two weeks. So tonight I actually want to talk about, um, and I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong, um, SETI vacantism now before i go into what it is and some of you listening you might already know what it is and some of you might even have a deeper knowledge of it than i do now it first came across my path when i was uh it came up in a feed of mine when i go on youtube you know you have those feeds on the side and you go and click on a couple of people that I, I check in on i always am checking out the enemy and what they're saying and I don't mean enemy like a personal, like something I know personally, but uh, what we're fighting against out there. So, you know, keep a close eye. And I don't remember what it was, the title exactly, but it had to do with Mel Gibson. And I spoke briefly about him before. Uh, But Mel Gibson, and I just decided to get back into this. And it just come all the video or some sort of video says. He's going to expose everything in Hollywood. He's going to rip the veil off and all the evil and satanicness and all this other stuff. And uh, part of me was a little confused because it's always been there. So it's not like this recent thing. And he has been in Hollywood for quite a long time since the days of uh, Mad Max. Uh, Mad Max, uh, Lethal Weapon. I think there was like four, five. uh, I don't even remember but multiple series Now, I was a lot of people know him from the uh, passion of the Christ um, I did see that movie um, but he's going to expose everything and and, and, and I didn't so I, I was he was talking about the Vatican and so forth I'm like a very interesting standpoint because I thought I'd heard that he was a Catholic before and uh, but he was railing against them. So I started to do a little digging and realize he was part of this whole set uh, of uh, vacantism, and I'm probably uh, pronouncing that wrong, so I apologize. And uh, it, it was an interesting thing and uh, it, he was he's a hardliner of the traditionalism before Vatican II. And I have talked about in the past and so have others, about it's going to be a time where the, the current modern-day Catholic Church is going to be so weak and appear so weak and impotent that there are going to be people who will want those old Catholics who were, were strong and they stood up for things and you know they were against the immorality, so to speak. Now, here's what problem I have. The woke and the left are like that, too, but... Here's a problem. Remember Nazi. Nazi. Remember Germany, Hitler, Nazism. Um, well, same thing happened. There was a lot of things, bad things, and this. they were going to save things, and they were saying the right things, and, and and their country and their leaders became what? Weak and impotent and, and soft and didn't seem to have that nationalism and so forth and so on. Uh, and so, therefore, they were able to... Uh, Len Lenin I'm going after Lenin has spoken about the same thing Stalin spoke about the same thing of telling the people what they want to hear so You know You can bide your time so when you get in the right position You can destroy anyone you want because they've given you power without realizing they gave you the power so I've always been against the Roman Catholic Church the Vatican There's so much evil has come out out of there and I've spoken against it for many 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 years and uh, I've talked. I've talked. I've talked about abuse that I've heard about, and people thought I was crazy. Dramatic pause mm-hmm. to drink by water. Um, They thought I'm oh, like you're an idiot. And that those things don't happen in the Catholic church. And then the last what twenty years, you see it happening everywhere. It, all that's coming out of the woodwork now. And the reason I knew about this was the first story I ever heard from my father was when that. uh, His friend there went off to be, because remember, up in the Northeast, and everybody's Catholic, kind of like the same thing in New York. You grew up in New York City uh, in the 50s. Everybody's a a Roman Catholic. Um, I'm not insulting anybody. People just were born into it, and somehow they're all Catholic. Why are you Catholic? Because I was born Catholic, and that's not how it works. Why are you Pentecostal? I was born Pentecostal. I was born Baptist. No, you weren't born any of these things. These are things you've chosen to uh, follow. Um, but he went off to seminary and he came back, uh, just frightened to death of the fact that they encouraged homosexuality. There was, uh, uh um, sex with, uh, uh, other, uh, he only knew of one incident with a nun, but, um, it was, it was rampant and it, there was no problem. And he was just absolutely disgusted by this. Now, is this hearsay? Yeah, I'm just going by what my father told me about his friend there. Um, wish I knew his friend today. I don't know um, if he even knows his friend. I never did ask. Maybe one of these days I will. Well, that would be a great uh, interview. I wouldn't mind doing that one. But, um, and, and he didn't hear much of it. He didn't say anything about it. He didn't go talking to the, he Well, he stopped being Catholic, that's for sure. That I know about, about. He told me the fact that he left the faith at that point. And, uh, absolutely, why wouldn't you when that stuff's going on? Um, and I'm not the, just anti-Roman Catholic. I'm anti-the whole SBC and all that kind of stuff. That's all nonsense. That's ridiculous. It um, shouldn't be part of any corporate organizations like that, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but Mel Gibson came across the wire here. And, and another one I'm going to be talking about briefly is, uh, I think it, it pronounced his last name, but it's Jim Cavaziel? Uh, K- Kavu- Cavaziel? Cavaziel? or something like that um he is a fine actor uh I, again he was in the passion of the christ interestingly with mel gibson um and he was linked later on to the QAnon stuff and uh the blood sacrifices and hollywood and all this other stuff and he's exposing that which which surprises me because when you work in Hollywood so long, why did you not say something earlier, which is interesting to me. Maybe they are biding their time for the right moment to strike. Um, I don't know. The homosexuality and orgies and all that type of stuff have been commonplace for 100 years, since the silent era in Hollywood, so... I'm a little surprised by that. I mean, yes, there were certain stars that surprised people. What was it? Rock Hudson, uh, who died of AIDS and turned out he was gay, and, and you know, others. I think what the lady from uh, Gone with the Wind. Sorry, this is going to bother a lot of people, um, old-timers. But Vivian Lee, I think her name was. Uh, my mother loved that movie, Gone with the Wind. I was like, ah oh, boy, I couldn't stand that movie. I, I have watched that thing from start to finish. And uh, she was a, a, a uh, uh, turns out later on, a lot of people found out she was, you know, bisexual and nymphomaniac and, and was into a lot of sexual debauchery. What a shocker in Hollywood. Dramatic pause for water once again. So, I don't understand these people who are just like, they're coming out and hey you know, they're exposing it. Well, Where were you all this time? But anyways, uh, sedevacantism and what is it really? It's it's people who are anti the, the Second Vatican Council too, which was in the uh, '60s, the early '60s. It, it's a it's um I'm trying to figure out. But it's a doctrinal position. It's a doctrinal position within the traditionalist Catholicism. It it uh, their view is it presents an occupier of the Holy See. And it's not a valid Pope due to his espousal of one or more or multiple of the heresies for the lack of a valid Pope and, and that's because when the Vatican Council II came it changed things I'm gonna read some of this I wrote down or the paperwork I have right here um, the term actually derived from the Latin phrase I'm gonna skip that I don't like boring people with that nonsense uh, which means it just means the chair is vacant, it's being vacant. You can figure that out with vacantism. It's pretty obvious. Um, but the, the it's commonly used to refer specifically to a vacancy of the Holy See from the Pope's death or resignation to the election of a successor. The number of a city uh, vacantist is known and difficult to measure. This paper, this stuff that I got. Uh, compiled, says, and estimates range from tens of thousands to hundreds of thousands. Now, I personally had not heard of them until I started digging deeper, and I've spoken about the the far right Catholic Church taking over in a traditional. And this before I even knew of uh, these people here, and I, I I've already, if you go back to some of my old videos, I said there's going to be traditionalists who want to go back to the old ways the way it used to be, the Crusades, when the Catholic Church will cut off your head to convert you, will will kill you for speaking against them, because that's biblical. Um, And it looks like we might get to that point again, because look how weak uh, the Pope looks, on purpose, is to lead lead a much stronger Vatican Church in, led by murderers. So the origin of this or, I should say, owes its origin to the rejection of the theological and disciplinary changes that were implemented following the Second Vatican Council between 62 and 65. Remember, they also, um, well, I'll keep on reading this because it's going to explain what I was just going to say. They reject the Council on the basis of their interpretation of its documents on ecumenism, uh, ecumenism and religious liberty, among others, which they see as contradicting the traditional teachings of the Catholic Church, and as denying the unique mission of Catholicism as the one true religion, outside of which there is no salvation. Well, we already know, if only a Christian, that's false. Um, they they use outside sources instead of the source. Uh, they also say that the new disciplinary norms, such as the uh, as the mass of Paul the Fourth. Now this was interesting to me because not too long ago the, the new pope or the pope, current pope was talking about how he was not happy with people celebrating the or, or using the old Latin Mass. Hmm. That is interesting. So there there's go, going to be quite a fight, and and then you got the uh, the pope. What did he say? Or I'm sorry. Was it which pope was it? Now Benedict or there's a, a, a or Francis might have been the one said it. But there's there's. Uh, an evil force or something like that I, I didn't write it down walking amongst them in the, in the halls or that in the Vatican kind of setting up this whole thing isn't it uh, laying down the groundwork of what's going to be happening so I, I'm a little concerned about it um, I think people don't know about it as much and we have uh, more and more um, I don't know if you want to call them influencers uh, that are starting to pop up in the media, and in the uh, uh, the movies and, and music and so forth. Uh, there's also something called uh, I'm not gonna get into it. I thought I might, but I'm not. I don't think I will. We'll see how the, tonight goes. Uh, a study uh, private uh, privaticianism. and that's just a doctrinal position within traditional Catholicism, which holds that the current occupant of the Holy is duly uh, of the Holy See is a duly elected pope but lacks the authority and ability to teach or to govern unless he recants the changes brought by the Second Vatican Council. So, a very big issue, because remember, um, traditional Catholics, they hate the Protestants. That's just how it is. There's Protestants and there's uh, Roman Catholic. That's how the world uh, works, and uh, it's not really the way it really is. True Bible-believing Christians are neither one of those things. They are, you know, those who strictly follow the King James Bible, are, are are neither Protestant or Catholic. That's tough. I've, I was, uh, was telling, talking to somebody today that uh, I confuse people because I don't fit in the pre-designated box which society, culture, or religion needs. Uh, so they're confused when people stand up for things and they stand on the grounds of the Bible and they are so... Sola Scriptura without actually trying to kill you, to change you to it. So, confusing for some people. Um, but, you have two sides within each other. They agree that the Second Vatican Council too, which is is uh, just a bunch of hogwash that just united, or uh, the whole idea of coexist, the religions together to create better Bibles so we can all, you know, agree and get along. I was I was listening to this one podcast. Um, ah, what is it called? Yikes! Now I got to pause. listen. Oh, the council, the Trent council, or council of Trent. I don't know something like that. And uh, clearly, I disagree with him on everything. Well, um, um, that's not true. He he was calling out the Protestants, and I would agree with him there. Um, but I think he's got much more aligned with them than he even actually realizes. Um, he's in, and I, now I forgot what I was going to say about He was saying, but yeah, he's far off base too. But there's this growing. Oh, he was talking about the R.S.V. Uh, you know, they, the the, oh, the Catholic Church does not have an official Bible. Um, now he is good friends. Uh, it, it would appear with Jimmy Akins, um, who is from the, that organization called Catholic Answers, which was uh, founded by Carl Keating. That guy, wow, is he, uh, he is a double talk. I have a few of his books, not with me right now that are packed up, but in his own books, he contradicts himself. Um, an absolute liar and fibber, but, um, well, uh, you know, He'll get his just rewards one day from uh, in hell. Um, sorry, I, I don't want to be mean, but I hope he recants and repents for his, his sinful ways and his lies, um, which were which are easy to debunk. And how he was in charge for so long, I'll never know. Um, but he talked about the the Catholic Church does not have an official Bible. That was the first time I've actually heard anybody like that. And he actually, like, all oh, the 16, you know, the, the Dewey Reams that was created in the 1609 um, was okay for its, it was good for its time. But if you want, you know, it depends on what Bible you're, what type of Bible you're looking for. Well, I thought that was a very odd statement. So he doesn't mind the old English and so forth, but he. He likes the RSVCE, and I thought to myself, "You got to be kidding me!" And, and he talks about how you know things don't first. You know the languages change a little bit, so you know they change it to fit the times. And because there's very hard words to understand for the modern world, and like, call oh, here we go with the whole don't understand words. Can you not take two seconds to describe a word? Those two. Scriptures he gave, and I don't remember the first one, but the second one was suffer, uh, suffer, uh, don't suffer my children in Matthew. And I thought to myself, okay, well here we go. Suffer means what? Allow, don't stop, you know. I don't. know, Anyways, yeah, it just it takes it takes about ten seconds to explain a word. So I don't know why that's an issue for them. Uh, but then I thought to myself, well, it's interesting because I didn't. Oh, boy, it's in Genesis, and I'm not going to remember where it is, but it talks about the uh, uh, when, when Eve is going to crush the heel, her heel is going to crush the head, and it, and it changes because King James is, your, you know, your offspring will. But the Dewey Reams change at the NRSV when they say they don't, well, you know what, go back to my old videos, I'm not going to get into it right now because I'll go off forever. Um, but the Dewey Reams in their scriptures have changed over the years. Not wor- like verb, not uh, not the spellings of words or anything like that. Actual changes, content context matters. I mean, like, when you change a he to a she, it's kind of a huge difference. Uh, you know, that's interesting. Or if you leave something completely out, um, and they do that, the Ca- So my, my I've always told people, well, look at the Catholic Bibles, and you'll see that none of them one hundred percent match up, and yet the King James happens to match up all the way through. Um, and when he said the RSVCE, I was like, oh, goodness. And he was talking about the people. So there's going to be a rise, I'm going to tell you right now, of this SETI vacantism that I spoke about before. I didn't have this, their name, but, and, but they are that traditional side that's going to come up in the far right, and we're going to go back into that time frame. America is gone. It's, uh, it was never intended to survive. I don't know what this whole Save America is. I'm glad that we have the country at the moment we have it. It is still among the freer uh, places to be. But at the end of the day, I will be free to as long as God needs me to be free and gives me that freedom. And whenever he decides, hey, we're done now, you're coming home, and we're ending this. I'm like, okay, fantastic. Um, So... I tell you what, I'm like, and these Catholics are like the road, oh, flight. but uh, anyways. So let's talk about a few names, though, like uh, Matt Walsh is one. Uh, he's pretty popular now. Uh, I've seen a number of his things. Does some pretty good stuff. i uh, give him credit for it, uh, Attack of the Trains. But this is the thing. Uh, these guys are, are going after a core audience that they can start recruiting to the Catholic Church. But they don't even know a Catholic church they're recruiting to. There's going to be a great divide. And then, uh, uh, of course, we know the Antichrist will come from that direction. We already know that. And then you have this Father Mike Schmidt. Man, whew, that guy is creepy as all can be. I came across him about a year ago. I don't know how he got into my feed. Well, maybe God put him there. And I'm watching this guy. I'm like, oh, I don't like this guy. This guy. I almost didn't even hear anything he said. It. I was just looking at this guy's eyes and I'm like, man, this guy's creepy. Uh, oh, Brother Casey Coles, another one I wrote down. Uh, a Jesuit in the Open. Uh, this guy. That's not his title, but uh, another man with the eyes. If you just look at his eyes, I think he's got dead eyes. Uh, and This is just my personal opinion. And recently, I'm not going to say anything about this next guy. Brian Holdsworth, who seems to be an up-and-coming uh, you know, uh, Catholic man with the long hair and the mustache and beard. And let's bring It's interesting what's going on. Please pay attention to what they're doing. Then you have celebrities like Mark Wahlberg. I wrote these names down. Mark Wahlberg, please. Know them by their fruits. Uh, you know, you look at these people and they are, are from a particular religion or a denomination or faith base or whatever you want to call it. And look at what their lives are. Well, nobody's perfect. What's well, the difference between perfect and absolute debauchery and sin. Mark Wahlberg is one. He's been a Catholic since he was born. And he is still strong to that. Uh, very much into violence, uh, sexual related things. Anne Hathaway, um, she is a, she's a Catholic and an atheist, which is very interesting. Uh, she has claimed at times to be both, which I don't know how you can do that. Uh, Nicole Kidman, um, she claims to be Catholic. George Clooney <laughs> claims to be Catholic. Nicole Kidman, in that whole pornography movie, uh, what was it called, Eyes Wide Shut back in the 90s, I did not see that movie. Um, I can, I'm not trying to say, oh, because I, I don't want people to think bad about me. I just never seen that movie. Uh, I definitely had no desire to do so. Um, I know that there was an interview once with her, and she said it was a love story. I'm like okay whatever Arnold Schwarzenegger um, Catholic Roman Catholic interesting uh, I'm not sure how um, he's your role model the Terminator well I guess killing people uh, that are in your way it goes with the old style Catholic Vatican Church so that works Jessica Alba um, I put her because uh, that's an interesting character um, she was did a lot of movies and then she then I started to learn about it because she had that, uh, organic company that made organic baby stuff. So, when you have kids, you look up stuff like that, you know, it's out there. But anyways, um, she's your Roman Catholic. Uh, Bono, kidding me right now? Are you kidding me? Bono? Bono was Roman Catholic? I'm like, oh, please. Uh, YouTube back in the 80s had some pretty decent mo- uh, music when I was a kid. I was it, like 12, 13 when they were making music. Um. Katie Holmes, which I thought that was interesting, because Katie Holmes married Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise being the uh, Christian uh, scientist there, that was uh, L. Ron Hubbard's little uh, cult, still a cult, pretty big cult, but still a cult. Dramatic pause. So I guess Roman get thousands can marry into that. So, and you have you have news media, you have all of that out there. Um, I mean, we have, what, now, Newsmax and Fox News. You had Fox News, which is, uh, owned by, Rupert, uh, Rupert, uh, Rupert, uh, Rupert uh, Murdoch. Rupert Murdoch, which is interesting. He's a Roman Catholic, and he has a company that create. he's Roman Catholic now, creates Satanic Bibles. I'm not saying he went and made them, I'm just saying they produced them, and he sells them under his, uh, brand, his news agency brand, which is interesting. Um... Sean Hannity, Sean Hannity's a R- R- Roman Catholic, Brett Barr, that's another one, um, uh, who's the woman, Laura Ingram, uh, she's a little nutty, but she's a Roman Catholic, Martha McCollum, uh, the first time I realized she was Catholic, I happened to turn on the TV one time, and I'll check the different news stations, CNN, and I love seeing these these geniuses on both sides fighting each other, and uh, and she had the uh, the ash on her forehead, I'm like, oh, well, I guess she's a Roman Catholic. Um, I don't really know much about her. I don't think she's um, anything particularly brilliant or anything, but it's whatever. I'm, she's fine. Dana Verino, uh, I thought she was, I, I thought she was a, a decent, uh, uh, what was she? She was in the White House there, press, whatever they call them. I forget what the name is. She's Roman Catholic. You got Jeanine Pereiro, she's Catholic. Um, and there's that, uh, uh, the woman there. The woman who was uh, with um, uh, Donald Trump Jr. and was with Gavin Newsom that was very interesting um, she's a Roman Catholic she's out there uh, Juan Williams uh, when I first found out he was Roman Catholic I was actually kind of surprised because um, he's definitely in my opinion he's he's like the apologist for the left you know interesting Neil Cavuto who I disdain Incredibly, he's Roman Catholic. I think he is an absolute just a bad dude. Uh, Bill Hemmer, that's another one. Steve Ducey, um, from the Fox and Friends, there, uh, who sits with Brian Kilmead, who wrote a couple of books, who's also Roman Catholic, and uh, with that woman, oh, I think. What was his name? Ainsley Ainsley Earnhardt, who had an affair. Now remember that now, the Roman Catholic Sean Hannity had an affair with this Episcopalian Ainsley Earnhardt. Good, good, solid, good, good, solid, uh, solid Bible believing folk there, huh? Tucker Carlson, which I'm just gonna call Catholic. Some say he's Episcopalian. What did uh, what did the famous Robin Williams say back in the olden days? It's a uh, Catholic light. Um. Trying to think of the other ones. It was the uh, 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 oh, who's uh, someone said uh, the judge Andrew uh, uh, what was it Napolino or something like that that he was a homosexual. Uh, Shepard Smith homosexual. I mean, you know, it's just interesting how you know Fox is oh it's the conservative station. I'm like please get out of town. I mean, you have a diversity I guess we Murak was shooting for there, but. Uh, They're infiltrating everywhere. Roman Catholic, I mean, people... It's just disgusting. And evangelicals and stuff like that who are... Even the people who are anti-Roman Catholic love the Fox News. I'm like, oh my goodness. you know who it's controlled by? Then you have uh, Newsmax, which is clearly a Catholic station. Um, And people that going to say, oh, you're just knocking all the You hate Catholics. No, what I'm telling you is... You know, I hate the word to use. Use the word "grooming," but people are being groomed as if these powerful Catholics are bringing back what men are supposed to be. I don't think you understand at all. A real man stands up to anything that they disagree with. The Roman Catholic Church will not allow that. Their idea of a real man man is to stand up against the things that they tell you to stand up against. Understand that. That is the that pre-Vatican Council too. Let's, you know. And so some will say, "Yeah, the Vatican Council too, made the uh, uh, Roman Catholic Church more of a bunch of pansies." Maybe uh, you can, and I'm not going to disagree with you there. But there's going to be a far right rising. I mean, over in Poland there was some. You guys, the folks in Ukraine, um, it is not going to be a pleasant time. Mel Gibson is paving the way. And now I'm not. I'll tell you right now. I'm not going to say that every one of these individuals that I spoke of is uh, uh actively in on purpose trying to do what pave this road but they're paving this road mel gibson the rest i mean come on mel gibson's your 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 solid faith-based religious leader there come on look at his life and jim kivazali Kav- or Kavazil or cavazil i have no idea uh nine fu- name fine actor um, I've seen some of his stuff, I, I think he did a TV show, um, oh, huh, In, uh, point, point, point of interest, I think, point, I'm stumbling now, point of interest, it was a TV show where cameras would fall, and it's a long story, it was an interesting concept, and we see it happening now, but, pause again for water, but these people are creating this road that's going to happen. I've talked about a locomotive train of the far left and the far right was going to be on a track and they're going to they're on a crash course. They hit each other and it's being be a lot of collateral damage, which is all of us simple folks on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, it's coming, and you have to understand whether it be the fact that the Vatican, uh, uh, the arguments there that they were behind the um, the assassination of uh, of uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln, uh, the fact that they helped pour money into the Confederate. Soldiers in that time frame uh, the fact that they're co- directly connected with the Rothschilds and the uh, Medici uh, Going way back um, It's there uh, It's They no one can actually hide it. That's that's the funny thing So when you can no longer hide something you just start just saying it in the open Like that uh, young man brother Casey Jones or whatever his name is he, um, he openly says he's a Jesuit, and, you know, Jesuits are wonderful people. I'm like, oh, boy. So you're you you you're going to have a hardline pre-Vatican Council II church coming, and it's not going to be the type of church you, you're hoping for. Um, much like uh, Germany when the Nazis came. Uh, they're like, oh, yeah, we need a change. And they're like, wait a second. I don't know that this is the change I thought was going to happen. You know, and then you got the, you know, the, the left sort of the woke generation here going on. And look at the LGB movement, too. Now they're fighting, you know, they're pushing, we need rights, we need rights. And then then they start arguing, well, well, we need rights more than you need rights. And then, see, now they eat themselves up. See, it's all about selfishness. And, and the longer you are not living... Or, or even all it, it, the longer you're not living in the Bible and living for God you got trouble um, The longer you stay away you don't come to the Lord I, Your life is gonna be a complete mess by the time you die if you don't turn to God um, You can call it fear-mongering you want you should be used to it because if you're the Vatican you especially pre-vatican uh, pre-vatican council too, but what's coming next they are gonna be fear-mongering uh, Newsmax is fear-mongering, CNN, fear-mongering, Fox News, fear-mongering, Democrats, fear-mongering, Republicans, fear-mongering, every single one of them is fear-mongering, their war and and death and, and creating such disunity. There is only one unity. There's only one place to find unity and that's the Bible, that's the King James Bible. Why do I say the King James Bible? Because it has been proven over And over and over again that it it has never changed. Well, actually, 1611 was spelled differently. Don't give me that nonsense. Don't give me that nonsense. Sit down with it. Sit down to 1611, the King James you have now, from local church publishers or something, and and go side by side. And you're going to see nothing's really changed. Spelling has changed. I've used a simple explanation of time. T-I-M-E-T-Y-M-E. You don't have to be an MIT student, a Harvard student, a rocket scientist to figure that out. You, know, you don't have to go to Stanford to figure that out. Come on, let's not play games. Don't be don't be ignorant. Don't do that. And on the other side, it's completely changed throughout time. The, the versions keep on changing, even the Catholic versions, whether it be the NAB or the RSVCE, the NRSV, which was the newer one, you know, that's so, all... So, uh, the New Jerusalem Bible, that's another interesting one. But that's, you know, and that and they keep on changing. So I ask you, quite simply, do you trust something that never changes? Or do you trust something that continually changes? If I can't trust the Bible every year that comes out, I'm like, oh, it changed again. Oh, it changed again, again. Oh, it changed one more time. Uh, no. No. The word of God is not supposed to be altered at all, at all. And yes, you can understand the King James Bible. It may take you a second on a couple of the words, but interesting about that is it actually, you know, the definition or the explanation is in the sentence before. I'm actually looking at the time on the clock, and I'm thinking I'm going a little longer than I thought I was going to go. Uh, so, but just pay attention in this group. Um, I think it's a it's important to know know with the the conclavisms and so forth and so on. It's hugely important to understand what's going on. If you do not pay attention and look at it all around you, it's happening right before your eyes. All of this is going on. The Roman Catholic Church, the Vatican, is paving away. The there, There are the ones who are ready to go back to the way it was. You know, Never mind make America great again. The Vatican wants to make the Vatican great again. And that means death. I appreciate your time very much. God bless and good evening.